You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And I just want to make sure that you guys go ahead, follow Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at Nude Radio 101. That's going to actually be the same tag that you can find me on Twitter. Again, that is at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to reach me directly, hit me up on Instagram at Kenny Heflin. All right. Y'all, how's your week going? Oh, my God. (sighs) I'm getting back used to getting on the mic. It's been so long. But, you know, I've had some time. And I think, you know, have you ever gotten to the moment where I don't know, like, I feel like when the weather starts to get a little bit cooler towards like the last quarter of the year, you know, you kind of start getting into like this reflection moment. And I think it really comes from just the, the fact that the year's almost up. You know, you're kind of just like thinking back on this entire year, what has happened, you know, what have you learned? What have you unlearned? What have you experienced? The goods and bads, you know, the lessons, all those things, right? So I don't know. Like, I think, you know, I was talking to one of my good girl uh, friends, Devonay, who has been a co-host of Nude Radio plenty of times. We love Devonay, but you know, I call her the Oracle because she is my guiding light when it comes to the astrological occurrences, you know, in the sky above us and how it affects us. Right. So, I don't know if. Um, I think I did ask her, but basically what she did say is that right now during this time, like, I guess it was a bunch of like six planets that were in retrograde. Mercury retrograde just ended. I think Pluto just ended like a couple of days and then we're also coming from a full moon. And I I think she mentioned that, you know, we got an eclipse or something like that. Child, I'm going to have to have her on again so she can explain this stuff and how it just, again, how it affects us and just what we need to be looking forward to in the future, right? But basically, long story short, she was mentioning how right now is a very reflective moment. And it's really funny because I've been, you know, just going through Instagram and Twitter and just everywhere else and just like talking to people and everything. And it seems like everyone is having like this reflection moment. And again, it makes sense again, just based off the fact that it's almost the end of the year. We got like two months left of the year of 2022, right? And it makes sense in the grand scheme of things, but also, you know, whatever that could be going on in the sky. If you guys entertain that ideology, by all means, 
you know, be open to something. But anywho, I say all that to say this. It's, it's been like, you know, you kind of get in your feels and all that stuff or whatever. And I mentioned in the last episode that I got to, you know, go through these last six months dating somebody. It didn't work. Um, overall, we weren't compatible for each other. And that was just really based solely off the fact that only one of us was able to compromise and really to understand what compromise meant. But that's what made us, you know, that's that's what made us not work overall. And like I said, great guy overall, you know, sweet dude at the core of him, sweet guy, right? But a lot to learn. Shit, I'm still learning shit, right? But here we are. Here we are. And to be, you know, post my Miami trip, you know, that I told you guys about for Carnival, y'all know, again, like I had a whole episode last year, this time last year, basically with my experience with Carnival and everything like that. And, you know, so I had kind of talked about it in the last episode where, you know, I was having a good time for like all the days that I was there in Miami. And then the last day I was just, I think either I was in my Uber or like, I just got back to my room and it's like, I just got hit with a ton of bricks and think it was just the fact that a year ago that day, right, I had a revelation at that same time, that same day, literally a year ago, right? I think that's really what it was. Because, you know, like a lot of times we'd be having a good time and stuff like that or whatever, not really cognizant of what's going on and like what the times and dates are and stuff. But we know it in the back of our head. We Like we know what's going on. We know what dates, you know, and all that stuff or whatever in the back of our minds. And I think that's probably what it was. But it really just made me think back to last year and just where I was at this time last year. And, you know, it's just all very interesting when we think back to where we were, you know, when we think back to how we felt, when we think back to what we were capable of, what we felt that we weren't capable of, what we were willing to work towards, you know, what we were willing to compromise. You feel me? Like what we were willing to sacrifice for a lover, for a partner, whether that's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, your spouse, your husband, wife, however you identify the love that you're feeling with someone or some people. You know, 
some people are like some people a couple people right when we think back to that and i think like i really just want to focus on hmm like I don't want to necessarily say and not to exclude our people that are currently in successful relationships and everything like that, because we love y'all and we aspire to have a healthy, happy, loving, prosperous relationship. Right. That's full of love and trust and success and, and security, you know, and loyalty, just all the things. Right. We aspire to have that. So we, I don't want to exclude y'all, but in a way, I'm, I mean, they can also be able to look at it like this too, you know, maybe like early within their relationships and everything like that. It's just a different way to look at it. Um, so not just for the people who have transitioned out of a relationship, right? But yeah, I guess the people that are currently within their relationships, they can kind of just like reminisce back to the beginning stages and where they were before they got to the next stage and phase of where their relationship is now. Right. So I guess we can show everybody. love. But. Really, for the individuals who have dealt with partners that they have, again, transitioned out you know moved past however you are healing and all those things it's just have y'all ever thought about you know whether it was like weeks later or months later or years later when you think back to where you were the mind space and this the mindset of where you were with that person and what you are willing to put up with, what you're willing to, like I said, sacrifice and compromise, you know, all those different things for that lover to make that relationship flourish and to work essentially, right? It's just, like I said, like I had one of those moments, you know, and it's been honestly like, Ever since being back in L.A. after coming from Miami, it's been kind of whooping my ass. It's really been kind of whooping my ass. I'm just going to be honest. It's going to be, you know, you know how we do over here at New Radio. We transparent. But. It's just like. Thinking back. You know, like I said in the last episode, um, I felt this sense of heaviness that hit me when I got back to my hotel room, you know, the weekend was over with, I was pretty much coming down from the carnival high. Right. And reality just hit me. And I, you know, got hit with this, you know, fucking memory block of, Oh yeah. Remember this time last year. And, and, even being in the same hotel room, like, I mean, that also was just like something that um, shook me too, because I mean, you know, it smelled the same, you know, it was a different room, but I mean, on the same property and literally like it smelled the same. I mean, it still had like the same aesthetic and whatnot from my last day last year. Right. And 
it was just weird because I just felt like, wow, the difference that a year can make. Have you ever thought about that? The difference of what a year can make and just what time, what time can do and how time heals, right? You know, time offers reflection and time offers, you know, understanding and acceptance and stuff like that. Like those are the things that we hope for, right? I know I do, but it's just, it's surreal to think back to where I was a year ago and my mindset when it came to the person that I was with, you know, because like I said in the last episode and and pretty much what I said in the episode last year, you know, it was Miami. Like it was that last night that I held him next to me and I just remember feeling this feeling of not wanting to let him go and uh, the fact that I was going to really miss him and then all these different thoughts and feelings start coming in around the fact that I didn't want to let him go. I was having such a good time. I was really going to miss him and then it just like hit me and it's like, bam! You're in love. <laughs> You're experiencing love, sir. Knock, knock, knock. Cupid's at the door. And he has shot you, darling. And, you know, that single tear ran down my eye. That dramatic tear that we see in a movie, right? That single tear came. And I said, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Shit. Fuck. Here we go. But being back, you know, like I say, like that time last year, it it was fresh. And it's just so interesting. Like, I just, I remember, you know, I remember being with him and we would talk about, you know, I remember when he brought up like hypothetically, you know, we were talking about just in a casual conversation and stuff like that or whatever about the things that we wanted. Right. And, you know, talking, we start, he had like kind of just like talked about like, Oh, well, what are the kids going to do and all that stuff or whatever. And I just naturally went with it. And it was the same thing. Like when we had talked about, getting married and all that stuff or whatever. And I just went with it. And I remember catching myself after the fact and thinking like, wait, did I just talk about kids? Did I just talk about marriage? And because I had very strong feelings, let alone at that point, I think, had fallen in love with the guy I just went along with it and I remember asking him because I remember asking him like in any of your relationships like have you ever talked about those two topics that we covered the night before last like because that was a first for me and I think 
I was just trying to figure out, you know, was it something unique about me that that he found, you know, like what would make you just say that out your mouth just so naturally? Like it had to be. A, I was trying to find a reason that would make me special, right? Um, because for my side, he was the first person I had ever had that type of conversation about. So from my side, of course, that made him special because he was the first. But I think I was just trying to get like a gauge of what was on his mind. And especially because he wasn't the best communicator and isn't the, the best communicator, right? And um it was just it was just interesting, like talking about weddings and what we wanted our wedding and looking at wedding rings and you know talking to my my, my good sis, you know, T Chef I talk about her often on Nude Radio. But, you know, she's in a long distance relationship with another man that lives in another country and talking to her about, you know, long distance relationships and all the things that we're going to need to go through, you know, to be together. Right. And to be together full time, the sacrifices, what to prepare yourself for, like all those things. Right. And it's just so interesting thinking back to where I was mentally with my partner at the time and all the things that I was willing to make work, all the things that I probably felt like was behind me and certain things that were under me and and things that I felt that I didn't have the patience for and whatnot, because I had fallen in love with this person these were the things that i was willing to do and it's just very interesting like it's very fascinating when i'm single and when i'm partnered up with somebody stark difference it's a huge difference y'all because when i'm single which again i love being single it's great um, I love the freedom. I love the the fact that, you know, I don't have to answer to nobody. It's literally just me, myself and I and whoever I choose to, you know, put up with. Right. And um, when I'm with somebody, when I'm in love with somebody, the fact that I'm able to become so selfless and I'm willing to do whatever it is that I can in my power. And even the things that's not in my power, I'm willing to work at and be as resourceful as possible to get those things done to make sure that things run as smooth as possible. Right. It's just really fucking interesting. Like where we go when we're in love, how far we go how far we're willing to go it's it's just it's just interesting never have i looked at wedding rings never i've talked shit about it i've always had my wedding plans since i was 13 you know 
But never have I been with somebody and talked about marriage and, and actual children and, and how we're going to rear our children and looking at wedding rings and stuff like that or whatever. And pretty much like setting up a, a plan for our future and how I can support him. You know, obviously, like I'm going to need some support back, but really how I could support him being that I was the one who had more of a leg up in life. Right. It's it's just, it's just surreal. Like, let me know y'all go ahead and message me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and let me know if y'all feel me on this. Cause I feel like we've all been there and it's just interesting. And, And it was funny because I was having a talk with, um, one of my buddies when we were, um, in Miami and you know, that guy, he's an old flame of mine, but you know, he got his little situation going on. He ain't ready for a relationship with the person that he's with and whatever the case is. I don't know, but, um, I thought about it and I just was like, Hmm. They, they wanted to know, when do you feel that you're ready? When do you feel that you're ready to settle down or all that stuff or whatever like that? And like I told him, like the best answer that I could come up with was really, you just don't know until you actually fucking know. Because when I tell y'all, I don't think I ever really mentioned this on the show but being that I, I feel like I can talk about it now because I'm not in that relationship anymore. But it all happened in New York last August. And to be perfectly honest, I was not looking for a relationship. I I I honestly, y'all, I was going to New York to be a slut (laughs) hey fuck it (laughs) look we've taken the power back from slut okay but y'all know what the fuck I mean I was going it was about five dudes (laughs) that wanted to fuck and you know it was like a little hit list I'm just going to be perfectly honest. It was a little hit list of a niggas that wanted to fuck. And I was down. Obviously, I don't think I was going to hit all of them. But, I mean, you know what I mean. I was going to New York to have a good time. Okay. And, um, you know, my now ex was somebody who I was attracted to somebody that I thought was cool or whatever. Like we would talk every now and again and stuff like that or whatever. I knew that he had a a huge crush on me from months prior and all that stuff or whatever. And this was going to be the first time that we were going to be in the same space and possibly the first time that we would have time to really just like get to know each other a little bit better and stuff like that or whatever. So I didn't go into New York looking for that but i just thought about like oh okay like you know it's less people like we'll have 
more time to really just connect a little bit more since we do text every now and again and shit like that. But it was just interesting because going into New York, like I say, like it was when I tell y'all, it was this one guy that is from New York that um he visits LA back and forth for whatever. He's like a filmmaker and shit. He comes to LA and I think he came to LA when we first met was like, I think in 2019, I, I, I'm thinking 2019, but he was visiting LA and stuff like that. We met up, you know, we was fucking and stuff. He had some good ass booty. So he lives in New York and he knew I was coming and he pretty much let me know his whole schedule. I was supposed to have been with him the entire weekend, but some shit had happened with his film and all that stuff or whatever. And we didn't end up seeing each other or whatever. But the first night when I was there, I ended up meeting Odoo. Um, I'm talking about my ex. And um, something about him and our chemistry just, it just meshed. It just, it just meshed. Like we literally, I don't know. We literally just like coupled the fuck up. I remember when he walked in, I said, oh, that's what, oh, okay, that's him. Like, hey, you know. And maybe an hour, two hours later, like it was, it was done. Like we had just coupled the fuck up and I just, I, I don't know, like I felt protective over him. Like I wanted to watch out for him. I wanted him. I don't know, like with it was it was weird, but we were together the entire weekend, of course, and all the people that was trying to link up. Some funny way. Start getting amnesia, it it was a lot of crazy events that stopped the people who initially wanted to fuck on me that like. The universe, it was weird. Like, literally, they all fell like fucking dominoes. And it just made a way for me and my now ex to be together that entire weekend. And after the first night, I ain't give a shit. I wanted him. For some reason. I enjoy him. It was just crazy. And then, I mean, obviously, like, it just, you talk and stuff afterwards, and we're communicating, we're FaceTiming, doing all those things or whatever. I'm coming back, I think, two weeks later to the East Coast, and he met me in D.C., and uh, that meant a lot to me, because I'm like, you didn't have to do this, because you're supposed to be going back home yourself, you know? So that meant a lot. Um, And then, you know, some weeks later, later than that like you know Miami ended up happening and like we were exclusive that at that point and um at least you know to my understanding I held mine down I held my side down we just gonna say that I'm pretty sure he did I would hope so at least but it just all happened so quick so that's why I told my friends I'm like you really just don't know until you know because you can be going into 
you can be going into a bar, you can be going into the grocery store, you can be going into your workplace or on vacation and stuff with intentions that are completely different than what the outcome eventually like reveals itself as. It's very interesting. So you just don't know until you fucking know. You could be going in and be a fucking hoe and then you end up coming out want to be husband. Child, life is very interesting. <laughs> and here it is. You was looking for lust and end up now you looking for love. It's crazy. Like that's how it happened. It happened so quick. And that's why I say like to think back to last year and stuff and with our trip together and stuff because it was a it was a it was a, a what the kids call vacation um but also a celebration you know um for culture and all that stuff or whatever and i'm i was so grateful that he um shared that experience with me and everything right and um yeah it's just it's just it's it, it it's all just so interesting and being where we are now that's you know that is what that is um of course yeah there's there's no hate but you know i guess it's just again we just exes i guess right and um like i say to Think back to where I was even today, this time last year. What I discovered, because, you know, at the beginning of the year is there's a lot of things that I needed to do that I needed to work on. And there's going to always be things that we need to work on because, again, none of us are perfect. We're human. Right. But there was a sense of anxiety after a while there was a sense of codependency that had developed after a while and that caused a sense of sense of uh stress like i mentioned anxiety codependency um disappointment because you know here it is we're it's so easy for us to get so caught up into the mix when we're in love with somebody and or in like with somebody and we create these unnecessary or these um i would say like these expectations that the other partner can't live up to and like I said, at the beginning of the year, I had to like really try to unlearn everything and try to relearn things and stuff because as a millennial and even for our Gen Z folks, I can only speak for ours, for our generations, right? But the way that we're conditioned when it comes to courtship and dating is so fucked up the mindset around how we court and how we pursue partners is 
fucked up. It's usually selfish and actually filled with a lot of self-entitlement. You know, we have these ideals of, you know, oh, who texts first? Who calls first? You know, oh, I don't want to look thirsty and oh, I don't want to look desperate, you know, but it's like, like in reality, if you want to talk to the person, you have to talk to the person because we typically, for most of us who are dating, we typically date someone else who belongs to the same generation, at least. Um, so they're also probably having the same fucked up thoughts around dating and courtship. And then what? Nobody communicates. Nobody talks about anything. And people just go ghost. It's so easy for people just to not communicate and to go ghost. And it's so easy for us to get so caught up in ourselves, you know, where we start getting an attitude problem when our partner doesn't call us back at a certain time or texts us back or we haven't heard from them at a certain time. And then our, our mind starts going crazy with all these assumptions and anxiety and fears and death, you know, and then we just spiral. So there's a lot that needs to be addressed. There's a lot that needs to be unlearned and it takes practice. It takes practice because I can admit that I've been a victim of self-entitlement. I can admit that I still to this day have to consciously check myself whenever I feel that ego trying to sneak up, you know, whenever I feel like I'm I'm about to get spicy, you know, I got to check myself, you know, before I start going off, you know, before we impulsively start to act out or when we impulsively get in our feelings and get these attitude problems, because again, that ego and that self-entitlement has gotten the best of us. And then we start to, you know, for some of us, we go to Instagram or Twitter, you know, and start subtweeting and making these posts about, you know, shit when we're trying to get a reaction from our partner, but yet we can't communicate that to our partner, but it's just so easy for us to subtweet. It's so easy for us to post a meme, you know, so that our partner can see that we're not happy, but we can't articulate that to them. And most times they do the same shit. So nothing's getting done. Nothing's moving forward. So it's just so much that I've been guilty of in the past. So much that I have to consciously check myself still to this day, you know, before we impulsively act out and start subtweeting and and posting memes and shit like that to get that, that person's attention. How about this? Text them and ask them like, oh, how's your, how are you feeling? Just checking in on you. Because the funny thing is, I'll tell you this, I've tried it before. Instead of me going off the handle 
you know, what the fuck, is, you know, some shit like that, or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't cuss at my, my dudes or whatever, but I thought, you know what? Just check on them. Hey, just checking on you. I hope your day is going good. You know, how are you feeling? Da, 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 whatever the case is. And then they'll call you back or text you back or whatever. And they'll probably let you know that the reason why, you know, they haven't heard from you in a couple of hours or maybe the reason why they haven't heard from you in a day or two or depending on where you guys are in your relationships and stuff, obviously, sure, there are times where it's like, okay, just checking in. I haven't heard from you in you know, a day or so, two days, like, you good? You good over there? Instead of flying off the, the handle, right? And you'll find out that, you know, that person had something happening within their family. That person had some shit going on with their uh, work life or they had a lot of shit on their mind. You know, they stress, they're sad, whatever it is, it all kind of makes sense. And instead of us being so quick to impulsively jump to conclusions, ask questions. If you're questioning something, ask for clarity. Ask questions instead of assuming shit. Listen, it works like a charm. And you'll get your answer. And things will start to make sense, you know. But it's just, like I say, we, we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Um, it's just, like I say, last year, this time last year, being someone who was dealing with a person that was not a communicator caused a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, because especially once my feelings got involved, baby, because I don't like people like that. I do not fuck with people like that, but when I fuck with you, I really fuck with you. And another thing that I've also been working on and you know, I'll, I'll be looking for a good therapist to really help unpack this is the fact that one thing that I've also learned that I need to work towards, at least when I am dating someone, is recognize the good qualities, recognize the great characteristics and the traits and all those things or whatever. Also keep an eye on the things that aren't the best qualities and traits and characteristics with that partner and really ask yourself, like, is this something that I can actually deal with? Is this something that I can actually compromise and work towards with this person? Or is this a hard line? No for me. And how does it look when it comes to forgiving it, communicating, forgiving and eventually disengaging or putting up with it for the long haul, right? And constantly being in a mindset of disappointment and anger and stress and anxiety and the list goes on, right? So that's one thing that I have to learn is to 
not only recognize the signs, but communicate them, but give them only so many chances. And, and if that's not working, understand and accept that that person is not going to change. They're not going to change for you. They have to change for themselves. And who knows how long that's going to happen? Who knows how long that's going to take for them to want to change for themselves? Who knows how many life experiences they're going to have to have happened to them? How many disappointments when it comes to how they show up in this world and how they see that it's an error in their certain ways. And now they're having to change for themselves, not for you. And when to let go and to go your separate ways, when to disengage. And it's so easy. Like, you know, I have to, I have to forgive myself, y'all. And we have to forgive ourselves because for me, at least, I, I can say that because of the time difference, because of the distance, you know, because of the communication being on two different pages, right? There is a codependency that did form on my side, at least, you know, it was, it was, and it was, it was like, you know, the love that I did feel for him was great. That's, that's awesome. Right. But I didn't like who I was when I was with him. I didn't like how I felt when I was with him because it was times where I was just like, I should have disengaged earlier on. I should have recognized the signs, kept my intuition and saw that this person was demonstrating certain characteristics that truly was going to drive me fucking crazy. The things that we really just cannot deal with, like actual deal breakers, like I say, communication being one of them, one of the main things that was the cause of the demise of our relationship was our imbalance in communication. So it's so easy for us to get mad at ourselves and so easy for, you know, so easy for me to kind of just get in that space like, fuck, like, you know, because I had to realize that I allowed this. I had to realize that I gave this too much life and it put me in a bad space with myself that I was not happy with. But I also have to give myself grace. I I feel like, you know, and I feel like we all have to give ourselves grace. You know, I, I have to give myself grace and forgive myself, you know, recognize that those things did happen. Those things I did allow to happen, not excluding him from his, you know, his eras and stuff like that, because they affect 
not just me, but other people. So those are real life things that he has going on. Right. But I also have to realize the things that I have going on and I have to tackle all my shit, you know? So I have to forgive myself for not having the discipline from not having the self-control um, when it came to how I interacted with him. And even in past relationships, I lost myself. And I feel like it's so easy for us to lose ourselves, especially when we get so caught up in like, when we get so caught up in admiration and and infatuation and love. It's, I mean, it's easy for us to lose ourselves when we hate somebody, you know, when we don't like someone. But I lost myself. And I don't know. I don't know where and when. I'm trying to figure that out still. Because I say that to say this in this reflective moment, I need to realize where where it went wrong. Not just all the spots where it went right, but where it went wrong. So that I know how to recognize that in my future relationships and to check myself, to keep myself in line, to keep my partner in line so that they don't gain or develop a sense of codependency towards me and that we're able to both practice security that we're both able to practice trust within ourselves but also within our relationship so that we can have the happy prosperous loving sexy fun trust loyal relationship that we desire because Even though, you know, I'm what, three weeks, three weeks into being back single. It's, um, it's interesting because I still want, I still want the love that I desire, the love that I've talked about in plenty of episodes with new radio, right? I still want that. I still want that partnership and that companionship, you know, I still want that, you know, I I want that ambitious, like I say, prosperous, trusting, loving, sexy, fun, happy, long lived life with my partner. I want that commitment for both of us. And I want us to both want the same things for each other and with each other, right? 
I want the family orientation. I want all the things. You feel me? I want all of that still. But it's just like, I, I guess now that I'm three weeks into being back, you know, single and stuff, and I'm not claiming the streets, but I mean, I don't start back having some fun. I will say that. <laughs> okay. But I don't know, y'all. Like, I, I'm not ready just yet. I don't know. I guess it just, it's just a point of the fact that I'm equipped. You know, I'm in a, in a space in my life that I can actually nourish and nurture love and partnership. I am, um, but it just really takes me and it takes us to meet that person that brings that out of us. The stuff that's already right there in us, it just takes another individual to bring that out to actually, you know, benefit from the fruits of that. Right. And we're able to mutually benefit from the fruits because, look. We all want to be on the same page with our partner at all times. Uh, please, right? So, yeah, it's just, it's just all so interesting. And, you know, I, I feel like now that here it is, I'm three weeks out of a, a six-month dating experience. Um. You know, like I say, oh boy was a great dude, you know, very sweet, all that stuff or whatever. Self-centered, sure. Uncompromising, sure. Sometimes disingenuine, sure. Okay. Um, you know, I, I had a particular guard up to him in defense to try to protect myself from certain things. Um, And that didn't benefit, you know, our experience. I will say that that didn't, that didn't benefit our experience, you know, but it's here. It's neither here nor there, but also realizing that again, I learned so much from that experience uh, with this most recent guy, a lot of positive things, you know, like I say, like a lot of things when it comes to communicating with somebody who's able to communicate just as well as I am, you know, um, when it comes to I guess dealing with somebody who's not laid back, like again, like I said before, I discovered early this year that I don't have a physical type because all of my guys look completely fucking different, right? But that personality type child, I have always just gravitated towards men who are like laid back and chill, but usually that, that laid back and chill be laying back that communication style, honey. 
So being with somebody who's not chill, because the last dude was not chill. He was very, you know, a little fireball. And that was great. It was fun. It was it, he had his shit together, you know, on paper. It was great, but he has a lot to experience because he was very inexperienced. But I'm glad that. And I hope that he learned a lot. From dating me, because I learned a lot from dating him, like I said, after dealing with him, he definitely raised the bar for the next guy. And I would hope that he is able to look back and reflect and apply some better practices with the next person he's with. You feel me? I think we all hope for that. You know, I I do. And I also pose this question for y'all and y'all let me know. Do you feel that you've learned anything? And what are those things from dating your exes? And do you feel that your exes learned anything from you? And what do you think that they learned from dating you? It's another question. So make sure to go on my page on Instagram or Twitter again at Kenny Heflin on Instagram on Twitter or Instagram at nude radio one zero one. I want to hear what y'all think. Like, what's your thoughts? What do you feel that your ex partner has learned from you? And what did you learn from them? Very curious, very curious. But like I say, it's, it's just all. It's just all very interesting. This, this thing about love. It's. It's beautiful. Like I cannot wait to experience that reciprocal, mindful, respectful, loyal, trusting, loving, sexy, happy, prosperous, you know, secure love. Mm. You know, where we can both still have a sense of independence, you know, and and self-identity and stuff and where we're not losing ourselves and becoming codependent one-sided or both-sided. You feel me? And I think one of many steps to keep myself in check because I have been codependent before in a relationship twice once in 2015 and once in 2021 um, and realizing that I did lose myself in those relationships you know I lost myself in my first relationship when I was 18 that was my first relationship but I will say that I do have to give myself grace in the fact that in the grand scheme of time the shit that I did put up with 
was ultimately short-lived compared to others that I've heard, others that I know. It was relatively very short, though when you're in the thick of it, it seems like eternity, right? But when you're out of it, you look at it and you say, damn, that was actually four months or five months or six months or eight months or a year. It's people that put up with shit for way longer because of different factors, you know, finances, family, insecurities. Unfortunately, we have the ones that are abused mentally and physically, right? There's so many different things and there's so many different ways that I want to send out prayers for those people who need that strength. I pray for myself to have that strength. I pray for all of y'all to have that strength. But we, and I say this for myself, we have to recognize when things are serving us and when it's not, and respectfully disengaging with love. If it's love, right? If it's capable of love. We got to know when to move on, you know, um, before it gets too toxic. You know, we we have to. And I think with my last experience, most recent experience, that is the six months. But majority of those months, I, I was hunted, hunted by the struggle of trying to realize if it was ego that was causing me to not be desired, to not be desiring a committed relationship with the guy that I was dating. It was intuition, that struggle, and trying to figure out what was ego and what was intuition. Why was I feeling this, this feeling of confusion, this feeling of second guessing who I'm dealing with and understanding like, yeah, you like this guy and stuff. Yeah, y'all have fun and everything like that or whatever, but you're not desiring this, this man like you should. you're not you're not feeling like this guy is your safe space like you should you know and I, I just I didn't want to like I say, I, I realized that we were two different people trying to learn each other. And this is the ebbs and flows of what it looks like. And when we would have our small little disagreements that would turn bigger because of someone wanting to defend their intention and whatnot. Okay. 
and getting their ego too fucking big. I will look at it like, okay, we overcame that. Okay, this is a lesson. You know, and they still were. And it still was the ebbs and flows of getting to know someone new. But it also is just the fact that it was me not wanting to just break the fuck up with him and just, you know, throw on a white flag and just give up on him. Because I felt that there were so many different qualities that he possessed that were positive that I do look for in a partner. But looking at it in hindsight, he realized at some point that he wasn't ready for a relationship and that he wasn't ready for a relationship with me for his own reasons. And that's cool because, again, I felt the same exact way. But it was the collection of the fact that we we got to this space where it was like, all right, here we are. I didn't want it to get to be to a point where it was no return and that, you know, it was something that turned to be toxic or whatever like that. But also realizing that um, this was essentially a learning relationship. This was essentially a rebound relationship where I learned a lot. This was essentially a test for me. And I feel like the test was Kenny. This person is or has become emotionally unavailable for whatever reason. It's not for you to dissect, but this person's unavailable emotionally. And they're not emotionally mature as you would like them to be. There's imbalance. Y'all are on two different pages. You're here with all your experience, and he's here with his little bit of experience. Pretty much non-existent. And yeah, it just, here we are, right? Because what was realized is that, you know, we was just kicking it. And I hate that that's the case. You know, I hate that I looked at the intention. And though his intentions, I'm pretty sure, were pure and, and they, were there it's just we got so comfortable with the intimacy and the affection and everything we enjoyed that we both benefited from that you know we lived seven minutes away from each other down the street very convenient especially when he was in town and not away uh working so it's just It is what it is, but so much learning, so much reflection. I 
I mean, like I say, we have to hope for the best and we have to just, we have to do the work. You know, read a book, go to therapy, um, check out these great TikToks with these therapists, you know, check out Instagram or Twitter. Like, I mean, pray whatever it is that you need, you know, seek counsel with your trusted friends or family members. I mean, whatever you need to do, but get your shit together first and hope that the person you want that you desire is getting their shit together and work for the relationship because the relationship is not just going to fall out the clear blue sky. You got to work towards it. Y'all both have to put in as much work to make a relationship prosper and flourish. So, like I say, I say that to say this as a teacher, but yet a student of life. We got to do the work. 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 Okay. Listen, I would chant and make a little Vogue beat. Listen, (laughs) my little inner commentator. But, um, yeah, we got to do the work and stuff. But in this time, just... Try to relax. Try to journal, write down certain things or whatever. Notice the signs. Look at the signs, y'all. And again, I say that to say this to myself. <sighs> Trust the intuition, child. Trust it. You know, I pray for love. I, I pray for all of those things, but I also pray for understanding and acceptance when it comes to the persons or people that we're with and um, understanding them, but also accepting them for who they are or accepting the fact that the relationship's going to work or if it doesn't work and why it didn't and why you need to move on, you know, because listen, I can't wait to have somebody treat me the way that I'm able to treat them in all the best ways. I cannot wait. You know, I've learned that, you know, exes are exes for a reason. Sure, people can change at some point, but again, they have to change for themselves. But until that time, exes are exes for a reason. But if it's someone new, I just pray that they're able to give me the love that I've prayed for and I'm able to return the love and to literally be like to all of my exes, like they're people that I remember, you know, they're maybe at some point cordial interactions. I don't know, but they're literally the past and that I'm so focused and so in love and 
again, the love is mutual, it's reciprocated with the partner that I'm willing to work for and they're willing to work for me. So, yeah. I don't know what I'm entitled this episode. <laughs> I'm glad that it wasn't that long, but, you know, just a little something. But yeah, take this time to reflect, y'all. And um, make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you can hear a podcast. And like I said before, I'm going to say it again. Follow me on Instagram at Kenny Heflin and also follow me on Instagram and Twitter under the same title that is at nude radio one zero one. Okay. And, uh, share the episode and let me know what you guys think. And also remember those questions I asked, cause I want to hear what y'all thought. Okay. Love you so much. Good night. Have a happy weekend or a week, wherever you are. Bye.